0: Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head Podcast. Digitized live from the
1: your company name here,
0: studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head Podcast with your hosts, Gordon and Don Abernathy.
1: What's up? What's up, OG5? We are back for another week, and I don't know why, we were just talking everything was sound cool like it always does, but here we are with my microphone sound a little goofy, but wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'll tell you what, 10 days with the windows open, humidity coming in, does m- horrible things to your mixing board. Gordon, Good how are you buddy. doing tonight?
0: Apparently, it's bring your dog to the pos- podcast day. Uh, I'm doing all right. Bailey's passed out. I'll get to that yeah, momentarily. too. two were passed out, but they've been alone since like
1: 1230 today, so... And joining us from a far, far away land across the river on the other side of the bridge. Mike, how are you doing, friend?
0: Oh, you know me. Just oh, you know. happy
2: to be here.
1: <laughs> oh, good.
0: Jesus. He sounds thrilled. Did you twist <laughs> his arm to come on? No. no. I twisted
2: my ankle to come on. Oh.
0: <laughs> you eat shit.
2: I did the other day. Oh, oh damn. That sucks. Yeah.
1: Anyhow, I want to make the announcement because you were just talking about your dog and I was talking about how Bailey's passed out. As of yesterday, 11-21-22, Bailey Ball Park is now officially reopened after post-damage reconstruction. That's right. Bailey was able to play her first official match, a solo Bailey Ball, yesterday, and she could not be happier. And she's completely worn out and just laying on the floor. Awesome. Woo-hoo! So for those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, yes, I finally got my entire privacy fence rebuilt, and so now Bailey can play the ball in the back of the yard to her little heart's content, and now she'll probably lose the weight she gained over COVID. But uh, so we weren't live last week. We had a, a best of throwback back to episode 52 where Dave was talking about something Davish and uh, all that good stuff.
0: Well, didn't everything he talked about was davish
1: yeah i mean that's why dave's no longer around cause he daved too far and went off the dave end but um the reason we didn't have an episode last week is my father basically just kind of not just kind of but um he essentially lives here now part time i mean he he's crashing here he basically spends his days working on his house but uh and so last monday was his first day here he brought his dog and there was a lot of barking and uh, getting used to their new environments involved. And we just thought, you know.
0: no butt sniffing,
1: a little this, a little that. Some growling and just being in an uncomfortable area. You don't know where you're at. You're not your home. Things have just been crazy the last 60 days. And so we pulled an audible at the last minute and called it off because, well, life.
0: Speaking yeah, of life, life. real life. That's for sure.
1: This is a new segment I was going to record an intro for. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is going to be a new segment called <laughs> That's Life. And on this episode of That's Life, we're going to take it over to Mike. No use for last name because, boy, apparently he's dealing with some life because he had a whole grocery list he wanted to present to me before the show. So, Mike, if you don't mind, take it away with the new segment called
2: That's Life. Oh, that's life. So, yeah, um, things going on with me. Let's see. Uh, well, due to the storm and, and you know, events have past, uh my parents of are your living with, what's that events of your events of your uh my parents are currently living with me they have wow, been so we since, have a
1: very um yeah
2: yeah things are going on um yeah they've been uh they've been staying with me since well th- during the storm they came to stay they li- um they live in a mobile home park and a house. Now, let us put a
1: fine point, pause, stop. Everybody take a breather. These aren't trailer parks of the Midwest. These aren't trailer parks of the North. These are gated communities for 55 and plus people who have retired, sold their homes, and realized a four-bedroom house. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. You're saying there's not a bunch of guys and wife beaters and Budweiser's out front drinking? Those are in North Fort Myers.
1: Um, That's a whole different breed. But a majority of the trailer parks are literally people who have their kids left the nest. They've retired from work. They're like, why am I paying $200 a month to air condition a five-bedroom house?
0: So Uh, you're saying these neighborhoods never ended up on an episode of Cops?
1: No, not at all. These are like gated communities. Got the guy in the blue polo and the dolphin shorts riding around the golf cart. It says security. Think Lieutenant Blunden, if you will.
0: Does he got to be in dolphin shorts? I think it's part of the uniform. Like Down here it Dandy is. from,
1: no, think Mister T on Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Every time he said
2: Flint Lockwood,
0: I never saw that. <laughs> I read the book <laughs> as a young child,
2: Mike's but press. I never saw Flip the Lockwood.
1: movie. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's a good. It's a good. You know, kidnap the nephew, so you have a reason to watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. But it's it's actually a damn good damn good
2: uh, movie. Well, and and that's the difference that you you have Flip to specify. <laughs> There's a difference between a trailer park and a community
1: and a mobile home park. Some of them are even on golf courses. I've seen them. But My understanding
0: yeah. is a mobile home park. Most of these homes are less mobile than a trailer park.
1: Yes. A but lot of them. When, yeah. I mean, when you, you say you trailer could, park, people envision the episodes of cops and things yes. like that. Mobile home parks are double wides that
2: are, you know, garden tubs, the whole nine yards. But anyhow, go ahead, Mike. Very nice. And you know, so yeah, they they uh, they uh lived in a mobile home park that uh, mm-hmm. was 55 and up, was gated and all that happy stuff. Now, and, sorry to uh, interrupt again. Um, <laughs> 40's he's the used new, a lot of wuzzes.
1: 40 is <laughs> the new 20, so 55 is the new 30. People are living longer. Um, when we watched Cocoon back in the 80s, all the casts were 50. Now when you look at Tony Hawk pulling 900s on half pipes, he's 50. Should they up the 55 plus to like 72 and a half plus because look, fuckers, I'm 45. Even. I mean, 55 is too close. I don't but, like it.
0: Well, I am going to tell you it's too close because I was talking to dad about being in a 55 year old community and uh, I said, hey, you know, I would make fun of you, but I just realized I'm a mere seven years away.
1: That's my whole point because <laughs> we are living longer than we once did and old the old, yeah, old's getting young. It truly is. And so I think we need to up that to like 72 and plus. <laughs>
2: But anyway, we're at
0: least sixty-five. Sixty. Yeah, I mean uh, well and the
2: the frustrating part is, is like because I lived Retirement with them for age? a little while. Mm-hmm. And because I I you know I wasn't he was the big swing dick lot. of the fifty five plus community. Right. I wasn't allowed to be there, and you know, I only lived there for a He's couple of months visited. and it was very, very under the radar. Oh, you but can't park in the same spot twice in a every single day. People was it a plumbing by. contractor's truck? No, it was just my pickup truck. Look, <laughs> good. Um, Look, Mister. Yeah, they, they started noticing. The things. security guard oh,
1: has his head on a swivel. He's got nothing else going on, and yep. so he notices cars that weren't there that are now there all the time. And he probably even went to the office and ran a registry through all the residents to see whose car that. Oh, he's not on the registry. That's some bitch. Okay, Steve. Tonight, two a.m. We're gonna chuck his tire. <laughs> you damn it he uh, must be then, working i got the then, sock hat You bring the chalk <laughs> i can't see shit in this thing
2: <laughs> the the uh the community actually has stickers that they're they're you're supposed to put them on the the vehicle visitor. it's got the initials of the the community
1: i like the fancy uh, ones that put the barcode on the back passenger yeah. driver's side well, one they and just scans look like a when they go car. through
2: but see my parents brought up a good point about that was like you know Why would I put the initials of the community that I live in on the back of my car Mm -hmm. when all these people driving around know exactly where I would live? Furthermore, why give your
1: community that's charging you $5,000 a year in Homeowners Association free advertisement? Right. Same reason I took that license plate ring off both cars.
2: (laughs) So, uh, but, so, you know, they never did, did put the sticker on and they got hassled for that. And, you know, it's.
1: I love it's, the people who live in uh, fifty-five plus gated communities who don't know their goddamn key code. As a computer guy, and I'm sure you experience as a plumber, you go to these fucking places and you call them. What's your key? I don't know. And half the time, they don't even know how to use the automated phone system, so they how drive. The
0: you get in and out of your neighborhood? Oh, you they they drive the, down
1: clicker. there in their got golf the cart with the yep. garage door. It's like do you never have guests. Am I the only one that comes here that you don't know the code to, or how to hit the code on your yeah. phone and activate the switch?
0: New York.
2: Well, and and either that or they've got the, the transponder in their car or they do have that sticker or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it just automatically opens for them. But yeah, I I've, I've dealt with that garage door opener. Al- I've I've dealt with that a lot being a tech. You just you sit know, there and you, wait you for someone the, else to
1: come, and you tailgate
2: them right on it. it just happened the other day. I was like, <laughs> I was talking to actually a, a a builder that that uh, we were working with, and I was like, "Hey, what's the gate code?" And he was fumbling around, and somebody came up behind and opened the gate, and I was like, "Oh, thanks!" <laughs> really? So, but uh, yeah, you know, living in one of those communities, you know, it's it's very very. What do you
1: mean by one of those?
2: <laughs> hey, it's one of those communities. Um, it's one of those f- fifty five nice. and fifty five and up is very very. At least in this particular community, can be very, very strict, mm-hmm. and we don't want no rabble rouser youngsters in here at the age of forty-nine. Right, and there's <laughs> and all a lot your party of partying ways. <laughs> there's a lot of politics oh, yeah. involved, of course. Which there's politics and everything, but I mean, it's let's be honest: it's old people with nothing better to do mm-hmm. but to live out the rest of their days. Mm-hmm. You know putting the putting their stomping their feet and saying no you can't do that but i think forward. i think that's i think that's all they have left flash that's forward. all they have they do well, not have. come and visit the, anymore the active you know, ones no, nobody comes by it's just i gotta they gotta hold on to something well the, yeah. flash
0: forward a mere 30 35 years and mike will be hey you're not supposed to be here. Get off my lawn. Hey, hey you damn kids, get off the lawn. Well, yeah.
1: the ones who are real active, the ones that refuse to go with the dying of the lights, they're the one who volunteers for the Lee County, um, what do they call that? The, they drive in the, the little knockoff cop cars with the amber lights. Oh, the voice. What? They drive around the Lee County voice and they pull over behind accidents and they witness DUI checkpoints. You have the old guys that wear white shirts with a fake badge on it and it says Lee County Sheriff voice and instead of having the official police lights in the car, they have an amber and green light and they use Why it for traffic control. Why did I just control.
0: get a, a memory of a story in a video I watched about some asshole who uh, ran traffic for funeral processions, but act like a cop pulling people over. And I believe he was out of Florida. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I remember one time we were driving down the street and I was like, it's a cop. I was like, no, that's an amber and green light. He don't count. Don't slow down for him. <laughs> he has no,
0: he has no authority. <laughs> I look at a th- tag that says EX on it.
2: So anyhow, that brings, it, up, that brings up an excellent point though, too, is yeah, excellent, Smithers. if, if this happened, this is just hypothetical An unmarked car just tried to pull you over. Would you stop?
0: No. If I don't see any state tags on it and they're all private, yeah, especially if they're not on the front. I'm going That's to say no. That's a little harder no, down here. But here's what I will do: I will call in nine one one to verify. It, it is a little That's harder exactly down here because
1: do. down here in Florida, they being don't being that
0: I am an armed citizen, I will definitely call nine one one to verify. <laughs> yeah. The only
1: hard thing about that down here is they don't have front plates.
2: Yeah,
1: and so you got to kind of look for the silhouette of the laptop
0: behind the so dashboard. We're supposed so yeah. to have front plates on if your vehicle has means and methods. But, if I. Uh, yeah.
2: I, yeah, but I, if it's a cop car then they'll you know, have they, the, the quote unquote they hidden the marker mean, lights. you also
0: have, look for so there's some other markers on the cop car like the lights up inside the, wind, mm-hmm. especially the windshield especially on the back of the uh, rangers and uh, shit yep. yeah, sometimes but, there's flickery lights inside the grill you gotta pay attention to people people can buy, yeah, you that can buy all it on that car. Shit.
1: my neighbor's a, my neighbor's one of those he, auto auction it. guys but he has not a cop written backwards across his windshield so you can see it in the rear view mirror because he don't want people slowing down in front of him either
2: well, and, and when I lived in North Carolina, that, that actually brought up another point about that situation was there was, I think it was a couple or something like that. It actually bought a charger because that was their vehicles that they used up there. Mm-hmm. It was unmarked mm-hmm. blue lights only people and they were pulling losers. people over and they were actually robbing them.
0: Oh yeah. No, we've yeah. had that going on out here and yep. they were using chargers, but I think it seems like they're, the Stadies and Metro Pretty much switched out to the Explorer with the interceptor in it. Hmm.
1: I know when Dave was uh, driving truck around here, he was driving a tow truck. He was telling me he was constantly towing Cape Coral cop cars. They're always breaking down. He said,
2: "Well, they're they're driven so rough and
0: Pull oh away. yeah, we'll we're beat
2: the shit." So anyhow, we we'll go dri- by a
0: Metro yard and there's just wrecked cruisers left and right. We have. Uh, You've been doing some pit
2: maneuvers, are you? That and taxi cabs are probably the 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 biggest beat up vehicles. Oh, ever. I think taxi cabs clearly, beyond the cop cars. Oh, I can agree with that. I'm just saying, as far it's as a, as a the million top, miles the, on them, the top two. Oh, one hundred percent. Those are the top two beat up cars.
1: So we've digressed off your topic, and so life's kicking in the nuts. Parents are living at your house. Yeah, yeah. Twisted kind of your drink.
2: back onto it, but uh, yeah, I've got uh, got my parents living at my house. Um, you know, now, are you able to use the um, "my house, my rules"? It there's a gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's, are you standing
0: in the refrigerator? Shut that
2: door! It's That's definitely, a, it's definitely a gray area don't it's like my parents, but I it's know. also my house. <laughs> so I need no, you to call me if you're going to be late. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been good. You know, hey, I, dinner's I, ready. I, where the at? At and... 18, so I, I gave them a set of keys. I I live i live in a gated community keys so, what
1: do you, you live in a stone age you don't have one of those yeah. fancy computer button locks? i don't
2: have a gated community. not yet they were supposed to do it this year they were actually supposed to put uh key, key codes on all the doors i live in an apartment community so uh-huh. um but yeah they, they were supposed to do that for all the locks but uh yeah i, I got them a set of keys and a, and a gate card and all that stuff and uh and now do they uh, have it's... to put
0: the sticker on the back of their window
2: no no yeah. we don't do stickers here um but uh, it's, it's if you're been over
0: fifty five. You're not allowed to.
2: Be. Sorry, <laughs> it's it's been. Well, that be
0: discrimination then, right? But it's not. It doesn't work the other way around. No, I thought age discrimination was illegal anyway. But you
2: know. no, that that only goes according to you know yeah. it, when you're fifty five and up. It's it's. It's okay for them, but it's not okay for you. Yeah, you don't want
0: to hear Don back in his early 20s coming down your neighborhood, booming fucking. Shit, that's me
1: now with my fucking windows (laughs) rolled down on my tundra. I don't give a fuck. My neighbors can play mariachi music till 3 a.m. I can fucking play goddamn Ryan fucking, or Zach Ryan
2: real loud at fucking 5.30 p.m. when I come home from work. That's the beautiful part about owning a single family home. You can do whatever the fuck you want in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah. You know, having having the parents here and living and and everything, that's been going pretty well. You know, that's it's, awesome. It's,
0: you getting some good good cooking from Ma?
2: Yeah, yeah. um I haven't. You know, I've been we, doing all the uh, cooking.
0: <laughs> that's what I've been doing for 13 years. So
2: <laughs> yeah. we we haven't gotten the I don't think we've gotten the good oh, Italian cooking yet because she cooks some really good like big ziti and and I think you, you may know. need
0: to put that on the list. Build yourself yeah. a weekly list. Throw in a ziti here and a lasagna there. Then Mike will come back three weeks later and be 500 pounds.
2: (laughs) A couple of cannolis. Trust me. I'm not far off. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I I think uh, I need, I do need to add that to the list because that would be some good eats. We haven't actually had a good, like really homemade Italian meal here in a while. Um, Eat your guido on. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, both my parents, they still work and, you know, we actually all work at the same company. So, uh, um, you know, it, it it, we it, say, it, carpool, it <laughs> carpool. Say?
0: Exactly. Oh, well, you're a tech. You can't carpool.
2: Yeah, I, I'd carpool, but I have the work truck he just and, throws them back the and I don't have to be there till eight. So, I'm like, so they're the
0: uh, office and you're in the field, huh? And, yeah.
2: The orifice. The orifice.
0: Damn it, Dad! So, why'd you but, fuck up my parts order? <laughs>
2: yeah, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, um, and yes, and. But uh, the yeah, you know, the living situation—it's been a little tight, but we've been able to make it work. They got a dog, they got a bird, and you know, I—I I have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, and uh, we had plenty of room, so it worked out. So that's. That's that portion That's of life. it, but a uh, couple of, what was it, last, actually last Tuesday, I rolled the fuck out of my ankle. Did yes, you smoke? Didn't you it? just
0: roll your ankle? You rolled the fuck out of your ankle. I rolled the fuck out of it. Uh, yeah, I know how that feels being a guy who constantly rolled his ankle probably three times a day for a decade. Yeah. Were <sighs> you fine. wearing
1: footwear no. or
2: were you barefoot? Wearing footwear. What kind were of footwear were you wearing? Crocs or red, flip-flops? Red, ring, red wing work boots.
0: So high-quality work boots.
2: Mm-hmm. They're a couple years old, and they're a little... What, a little is your heel up, tied Is tight. your heel loose?
0: You know, that's one yeah, thing. I, you, you just brought up something that is a pet peeve of mine. Collapsing sorry, fo- <laughs> Tight shoes. I see motherfuckers at the gym with shoes that looks like they just fall off and, and walking around, and I've got to have my shit laced up tighter. I just feel like, A, I want to break something or be just, it doesn't feel comfortable. Who are these cats who wear the
1: shoes that they don't know how to walk in. And so their heel at some point spilled six inches over the sole and they They're just the keep on walking. And so now <laughs> the side of the shoe is now the, the default heel. It's, it's like, come on. No wonder your your ankles are, oh, I like the people who you especially see the chicks at the gym because they want to be fashionable they're working out in hey, Chuck I like Taylors. I the a lot of them, so. I'm not <laughs> talking about the pants. Pants are fine. It's the Chuck Taylors
2: while working out. Yes,
1: the world's I see, worst. Going that much out here. The world's worst shoe with absolutely no
2: support. Support.
1: The soles came out in 1938 and have not changed. They're their Vans is the only one second to Converse as far as bad support on original soles.
2: Well, an original, you know. Skate shoes too were like that because they didn't. I mean, they were all well, yeah, like, what just a, you don't know. The flap of rubber,
0: yep. those shoes are sleepers. They have probably replaced the insole with a super feet or something. No, nah, these these
1: young cats they don't care that well, most of them are, yeah, and they're the
0: ones that's unlaced and they're running on a treadmill. No, nah,
1: they're squatting. These are usually the chicks who just squat all day long.
0: Most of the yeah. chicks out here wear actual like gym shoes. I now, the dudes on the other hand, yeah, we got a bunch of clown asses. Well, that,
1: oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of young cats get to my gym, so these are like you know, high school to. Freshman in high school age. I mean, freshman in college age. These are the young cats. I see the dudes with them on too? It's like, no. And then stand next to him's Biff, who has no shoes on. Like, okay, put the Chuck Taylors on. It's the no shoes at the gym. Just
0: yeah, you're giving everybody pregnant feet through their shoes because you're not.
2: <laughs> you see people at the gym with no shoes. That's on? a new oh, trend okay. for
1: squatting because it's natural. Well, oh, they want, want people. They, you want to get wanna, if you ever follow better footmen. Atli
0: Spagnola, she's done this recently. Is trying to go into walking and hiking without shoes on. It actually, that your your toes, I guess, are supposed to actually start splitting That's out. why
1: they made those Earth shoes, a couple those toe shoes, a couple years ago. But no, basically, when they're squatting now, they take their shoes off. They'll be standing in their socks. They're their sweat sponges, and you know they walk away, and there's little wet feet print. It's Like fucking gross. Put your shoes have on. Have you, you ever tried fucking doing,
0: Gross. Yes. Yeah, it is. Speaking of that, have you ever tried doing push-ups on a tile floor in socks? No, I'm smart enough to yes, take one off. It not work. Speaking of which. <laughs> it works, but it adds a little extra level of difficulty. I was stuck on that yesterday. Segway to
1: we have decisions to make. Okay. We are 22 days
0: in on the yeah, and 60 you, your pushups day. number was a day. off of 21, by the way, by about 60. Huh? Yeah. No, I did them all yesterday. No, no, you said you are at 13, 20, or, or no, 13 math, 16, or 12, 60. Anyhow.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, Gordon and I have both been doing 60 push-ups a day for the last 22 days.
0: Coming around the bend. Coming around the bend. Final week. So
1: the question is, is next month we need some rest, but I don't want to get rusty because in
0: January I want
1: to try to go for 80 or 100 if you're up. Well, I
0: say next month we back off the push-ups. Setups. But we make sure we're in the gym at least four days a week each. Well, I was I thinking
1: think. instead of thirty uh, sixty a day, thirty every other day. That way we have rest days and then we're only doing half. That way, because if we do none and then try to go in January or, or doing hundred a day, there's no fucking way. But if yeah, we no, if I, we drop down it. to thirty every other day, we'll stay in fighting shape, if you will. We'll keep <laughs> the rust off, and then all we're doing is increasing our, our then beginning numbers. of the year. Yeah, in January we'll new do, by new
0: year, new me. Do a hundo a day for the month of January. Or do 80, but I'm, I, well, I may do 80 because I am a little concerned about the rotator cuff on my right shoulder. Yeah, that's, that's the other reason why I want to take,
1: go every other day. Cause right now, like, I'm like, I'm contemplating trying to do incline push ups just to get a different angle on my arms because they're getting fucking tired. New arms. I want credit. I'm so dedicated to this. Not only I was I let my fat brother beat me. Not only was I busting out push-ups at a World War II event. I was driving back to Kentucky from my friend's celebration of life and my d- dinner date with my daughter at the world's worst longhorn steakhouse. Got to write that down. Longhorn. And I was looking at the clock I'm like, fuck. It's 11:54. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? So you I got to the side of the more. road. I pulled into the rest stop in between Union and the Richwood exit <laughs> pulled over got out right in front of the car, busted 20 push-ups out in the parking lot, went inside, took a piss, and came back out like, now, I don't care, people are going to be crazy. You would have been
0: impressive if you had the time? You doing it in front of the Big Bone Lick sign.
1: I do have pictures. I did visit Big Bone Lick. They were not there. Nice lady was. I did get myself a cinnamon roll and uh, some uh, caffeine. Oh, you mean
0: uh, you be- you visited Beaver Lake? Yeah, Beaver Lake. I'm sorry.
1: Right, what did you say? I was going to ask bone? you
0: about this. Big Bone Lake State Park, right down yeah. the road. Yes, there is the Big 69 right on that fruit free- that that road. So. so
1: I did fly into Kentucky, actually. Um, so anyhow, let's not digress. So are we agreeing thirty every other day in December?
0: Yeah, okay. I have to get that into my. Um, so it's been written. So it has been calendar.
1: told. Okay. Real quick, uh, we don't want to spend too much time on it. My trip to Kentucky went okay. Um, I flew out the day Nicole hit um, later that afternoon. My flight was delayed by an hour. Um, I haven't flown in quite some time. I used to fly a lot more. I lived in California. I did fly on Nickel and Dime Airlines. There's several of them. Which one? Well, see... Most people, when you're looking for cheap flights, you don't go to the direct website. You go to a uh, cheap tickets or flight guru or uncle Steve's back in
0: flight deals and you get the t- cheapest tickets. And actually, so- I'm going to, uh, I was told something different at the airport. This is the crazy part. If you actually go straight to the airport, straight to the counter, you could buy a ticket even cheaper ahead of time.
1: Interesting. I bought mine like. Three weeks ahead on the, on a website. But anyhow, so when you buy them on the website, you don't see a lot of the disclaimers and special mentions. You oh, yeah. just see, here's the flight, gotcha. here's the price. Have a nice day. Didn't care about seat placement. I just needed tickets because, well, my rental car was prospectively going to cost more than my tickets, but I found the Toro app and got a car for $36 a day. So, Anyhow, I get to the airport and uh, check in at the counter. Hi, I've been to the airport in years. How you doing? Okay, here's my checking in. Okay, you're good to go. Hey, um, boarding pass? Excuse me? I feel weird. I have nothing, nothing in my hands. Boarding pass? Do you have the app? Yeah, I have the app. It's how I knew my flight was on time. Go in the app, pull up your boarding pass. But I want boarding pass. We charge $35 to print up a boarding pass. Yeah, the app will work just fine. Um, it's asking for a confirmation number. Okay, Boop, Okay, got my boarding pass. Thank you. So now I'm sitting, waiting. Just the Animal Airline. Waiting and sitting. This is yes, Front Queer, uh, Frontier Airlines, Nickel Dime Airlines. So I'm waiting, and I- I'm 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 a little hungry. It's early. I stopped at Burger King. Hi, Burger. Fried foods only due to maintenance on the grill. Burger King has no goddamn burgers. So Man, nothing free not bro- flame broiled. Yeah, right? cool, cool ham, but they no advertise. sugar, peanut butter, no jelly, ham, no burger. So I couldn't get a hamburger at the newly remodeled Fort Myers fucking airport, which I've been to in years. The Starbucks stand is gone and been replaced with the whole fucking store. Anywho, so that's how my day started. Burger King with no burgers, hour flight delay. Get on the plane, sitting smack dab in the middle of the row. Seat here, seat here, lady here, young cat here, his father over yonder. Row in front of me, bulkhead aisle, empty.
0: Yep.
1: Now back in the day, before American the world turned to fucking Which shit, when I would go moseying up to the gate, how to do? I'm here to fly your flight. They'd say you're a tall motherfucker. I said I know it's a short man's world. They said, how would you like to sit in the bulkhead aisle? Fantastic, thank you. So I'm sitting on the flight. The steward, I, the flight attendant, came up. I said, "Hey, fella." He said, "Yes." I said, "How um, is this a sold-out flight?" He said, "No, it is not." I said, "Cool." I said, "Once we get to altitude, cruising speed, if you will, would you mind if I get up and sit in one of these seats?" He said, "No." You didn't pay.
0: so who's going to open that emergency door in the walk
1: So, of course, I do what any good content creator does. I made a TikTok. <laughs> and uh, went about my way. I'm reading my book, Brothers in Arm, Best of Battle. It's about Wild Bill Garnier and Babe Heffron, Band of Brothers fame. And the young kid next to me is watching Midway on a cell phone. I said, hmm, interesting. He looks over my book. I look over his phone. He looks over my book. I look over his phone. Oh, and then they were in love. And then his dad yells at him, hey, stupid, put your phone away. We haven't even taken off yet. You're wasting your battery. <laughs> <Call> <laughs> why, I'm stupid. <laughs> why waste your battery on the tarmac when you can waste it in the air? Okay. <clears throat> no, I didn't get a chance to watch Kelly's Heroes yet. Hmm. The boy's watching Midway and talking about Kelly's Hero. Like World War II, do you? <laughs> so start talking to his dad and him about World War II. And when he take off. And about 35 minutes into the flight, read my book, get a rapid tap tap on his shoulder from the steward eye, the stewardess, the madam, the sir, the man. Herb. Go ahead and uh, take one of those seats over there. Thank you. Got up, sat in a seat, did what any good content creator do, make a secondary TikTok, because I made, talk shit about the airline in the first one, gotta be honest, corrected it, posted it, well, set it in drafts and posted it later. Reading my book, enjoying my leg room. I know where we are in flights based on the matter of boom you hear. The first one means you're getting there. Second one means you're at cruising speed. Second one means you're at cruising speed. Fourth one means you're about ready to land. Somewhere in between number two and three, I hear a, sc- a scuttle, but a hoopla, a, a snap new, if you will. The dad, because now I moved from the right aisle to the left bulkhead seat. Now dad and random strangers sitting behind me. And another stewardess comes up and says, "When we land, the police will be waiting at the gate." Oh, shit! Was it that big of a deal? I asked to move fucking seats. Holy fuck! Okay, thank you. What the fuck? Now, is this stewardess hitting every row? No, just the guy behind me. Instructed him that when we land, the police will be waiting to arrest them. Arrest him.
0: And this is the guy that you were sitting next to.
1: The father of the son. I was sitting next to. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, I was in the right middle right lane, middle seat, son was on the aisle seat, cross the aisle was dad, empty mm-hmm. seat, ran a stranger. And then I moved in front of that row and bulkhead seat all the way up against the wall. Hey. Oh, that's fucking weird. Whatever. Go back. Yeah, so yeah. Yes, that's correct. The police will be here. What the fuck, man? I like to ask for a free seat. So I hey, psst, hey, psst, asked the lady, What the, what the, what the fuck's going on? Well, apparently I'm not the only cheap fuck on the flight. On nickel and dime computer airlines, full of them. on nickel and dime airlines, if you don't pay for your seat, you and your party get dispersed about the plane based on the computer algorithm, not because mm-hmm. of, not because of placement or balance, as they say in the bullshit fucking announcement. Don't get up, move seats because of balance. Yeah, you know, what the fuck ever. This ain't a goddamn fucking. This ain't a hot air balloon. So apparently, you may capsize the plane. Father's behind me. Son's back to his right next to where I was sitting. Wife is up front somewhere. Because they didn't pay extra. So their family of three was dispersed to boot the plane. Just got lucky The dad and son were next to each other. Two different aisles.
2: Apparently.
1: Apparently. Apparently. Mama up front was being verbally accosted by the drunk man next to her. Oh, boy. But the verbal accompaniment is that it's such a lone tone that no one heard it. But to the point where I guess she texted her husband, the husband reached out to a flat attendant and the flight attendant did a little investigation, my club style, and determined at which point somebody decided uh, this guy's being a dick enough that he needed to be arrested at the Boone County airport. <sighs> Fuck. Flight was already delayed Sheriff an hour. Did Boone County show up? Flight was already delayed for an hour. Now we know. Run for a wait. So we get, we land, and we wait. All quiet. Once again, the the, accoster, if you will, made no scene. There was no scuttlebutt. There was no ruckus, no chaos. It was just a long sit on a quiet fucking plane, at which point they arrested him, apparently, and he's got to spend the weekend in Boone County Jail. I raised the question. Sucker. Instead of the. He's not making a scene. Instead of making the cops come to Mohammed, why don't you let Mohammed off the plane? I guess plane Mohammed. uh, uh, Probably, no, okay. Instead of making the guy, instead of taking the horse to the pond or bringing the pond to the horse, how about you let the horse off the plane and simply have a stewardess behind him going,
0: (laughs) Yo, now get
1: Just point at him. It's him. That way we can all get off. He can get arrested at the end of the tarmac or at the end of the tunnel. We can all go about our fucking day. But no, they got to do it on the plane. Who was that? I don't know. I had no pop ups on my screens. So anyhow, I didn't
0: pop ups on my screens either.
1: So anyhow, right. that was how the flight came in. Um, rock and roll tour, like I always do. Drove to my mom's house, went to sleep. Got up the next morning, drove two hours to Ohio. Um, tried to have an early dinner with Nick. Nick didn't get off work late. Did the uh, celebration of life for Jason. Saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen in twenty years. Went and got my daughter. Went to Longhorn Steakhouse. They gave us a bunch of food with a bunch of salt. Blamed it on their seasoning. Got free food. Drove home. Got home around midnight or <laughs> 1 in the morning. Got up the next day. Went, ice, went snow fishing videos on YouTube. Caught one fish. Mm-hmm. Dro- drove back home. Went to sleep. Woke up. Went to my sister's. Went to a casino. Went home. Went to bed. Got up and flew back to Florida.
0: Here we are. Y'all go to the Horseshoe Casino. No, they re.
1: Uh, they just reopened Turfway Park. Oh, is it a casino? Yeah, it's all slots, but yeah. It's, it was, What's it it's called Turfway Park. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, that's that. So the, the fishing was cool. Um But yeah, it was it was a quick turnaround. And then so we got back in town, and then um uh, dad picked me up from the airport, and then uh the next day he said, Hey, I need a place to crashes, so come on over. And so that's how everything got thrown into disarray. Well, not really disarray, but uh that's why the show got canceled. Um, so I'm going to move into a little bit of scripted material, 54 minutes and 30 seconds into this, but anywho, we haven't done one of these in a while.
2: We humans love to play. We humans love to play.
1: And a repeat, apparently.
2: We've been playing since the dawn of our existence. For the last 300,000 years, we have come up with thousands, maybe millions of games.
1: So this is one of those movie trailers that just does not serve its purpose in the audio format because it's a lot of visuals. But speaking of challenges, you all know how I feel about Savage Races and all that, blah, blah, blah. I like to watch challenging stuff. Sometimes it motivates you. And I found a series on Netflix called The Human Playground. Human Playground's interesting. It's a docu-series. No, it's not some soft porn that you see on Cinemax, despite the name. Um, what it is, is it's a docu-series, and they travel around the world finding people doing super crazy, challenging shit. And the, kind of the whole story behind the story is is the games these different people, including us, play, the different physical things, challenges, all were things that we did in the past that were based off of hunting, surviving, that led us to be... Where we are today, and now kind of how the world's going the other direction. But it's cool. They flew to like somewhere in Alaska where some chick was brutally, sexually assaulted at some point in her young career, and then she came across the Win Hoff videos. You know who Win is, Gordon? He is the essentially the, not the creator, but he's responsible for popularizing and mainstreamizing the, th- the process of cold water plunging. And he came up with the breathing technique that you do it beforehand. Okay. And so this chick goes up to Alaska and has some fella with a chainsaw cut a block, a big-ass triangle out of the frozen lake, and the ice is about eight inches thick. She puts on fucking a scuba mask and goddamn flippers and goes under the water as long as she possibly can stand, despite the pain and the screaming and all that. Kind of the whole hypothesis a lot of you heard, you know, Especially, you see it a lot with younger cats. Why do you, why do you cut yourself? or Why do you hurt yourself? Oh, because I can control that pain. Well, it's kind of the same thing. You know, she has flashbacks of the horrible sexual assault. So this cold water plunge is how she controls things and it helps her find her therapy. And she's like down there for a fucking minute. And it might be only one, like when I play a video game or watch a show where someone's underwater, I feel like I need to hold my breath.
0: (laughs) I'm like, no, (laughs) go up. Go up. It's like when it's summer out, and I watch something that's in the snow and ice. I actually feel nice and chilly. And so they do a quick
1: fifteen minutes on her on one episode, and then they show another woman who's probably sixty-five. Does not live in a fifty-five-plus community, but sixty-five, and she's like over in, I don't know, the Middle East, doing this crazy five hundred-mile fucking trot through the desert. Some race, and the only rules to the race is if the camels pass you, you're disqualified. <laughs> it's one of these things where they walk like for fucking a week. And, uh, and you know, they get some nice voiceover talking about challenging yourself. So and do you get
0: p- passed by one of them creatures that carry their own water and are not dehydrated.
1: Why people do what they do. And then they had this crazy one where they're, like, in some rainforest or something like this, you know, really old school just tribe of people, and they do this thing, man. <laughs> And it's so crazy because of where we are at, you know, the United States at in 2022. All the young cats, man, they've been since they're like five, they've been kind of sword fighting with these wooden sticks, but they got head protection on. (laughs) When they're like 16 and like 21, they go out and simulate combat with these other tribes without the headgear. And these guys have huge Imagine just getting a seven foot long switch, it's two inches long, and just beating the fuck out of each other, all for the love of the woman in their village. I mean, they're doing this for the power of the vagina. I mean, they got, these guys have scars on them from when they got fucking, they lost the fight when they were 16, it just big old fucking dashes on their side of the head, they're just bleeding, they're just, and like, when they lose, man, they do this fucking chant, and they're just all down for the cause, man, and the other guy he lost against, they all celebrate, and they're all dancing fucking balls-ass naked with their fucking you know, straps and shit on. They're just beating the fuck out. I was like, holy hell. It's like here in the United States, we're talking about fucking toxic masculinity. And these guys are beating the shit out of each other for the woman's love. But as the narrator said, the women are the one in charge. They're the one who decides who wins, who loses. And these guys are just, just beat the fuck. And then they go down to Mexico or France, I think it is. It's bullfighting, but without the the cape and the sword. And these guys are getting fucked up getting flipped over by bulls but they're just talking about how they do it for nothing more than to test themselves they want to know how tough they are and it's like the whole thing but so you're watching all this shit and then they said e-sports is one of the fastest growing sports like fuck how are you gonna go from showing guys getting gorged by bulls a fucking 18 year old dudes in the rainforest smacking each other fucking limbs and bleeding and shit to showing a bunch of fat Asian kids playing fucking Xbox all day for fucking 15 hours a day it's just like I don't know. are we Can we call did It's going to piss a lot of people off. Well, I'll just get it out of the way. I'm here. Hi, my name is Tom McDonald. Welcome to the show. If you are easily offended, then you probably should go. Serious question. Can we call eSport
0: participants athletes? No.
1: No. But they are good at what they fucking do. We can't deny right, that. Right,
0: but it's not doesn't mean it's athletic. They're good at gaming or puzzle. People want or, to
1: justify it by calling them athletes. Esport athletes. Why can't we just be honest and call them what they are? They're a master of their fucking craft. I'm not saying it's easy. They exactly,
0: are, because do they go to a gym to work on their their skills to make themselves better athletes? Well,
1: I mean, you think about it. What do we call professional chess players? We don't call chess players athletes. No, I just call them nerds. We call them chess masters because they're the math They're literally the master of their fucking craft. It's not. It's not wow. degrading them. It's not. You know, saying they aren't before
0: they're a chess master. What are they called? That's the question.
1: Peons. I think they're called pawns. But anyhow, and so it's crazy to see them go that way. But then there was an episode. Fucking Chinese man.
0: No wonder they're kicking our ass. They see everything. Okay, hold on. Athlete, noun. A person who is proficient in sports and other forms of here's here's the, here's the catch
1: words physical exercise. Thank you. It has to, when I think athlete, I think physical. Once again, it doesn't mean you suck. It's just that you're a master of your craft. You don't need to call yourself an athlete. I'm a fucking master of video games. Fucking yeah, you are. You make like fucking two million dollars a year. I'm not putting you down, but let's not call you a fucking athlete. Well, I stay up well, for hours. You know, I stay you up can for. call
0: yourself whatever gender. And,
1: I stay up for hours on end. That takes stamina. Dude. I
0: identify as an athlete.
1: You're 18 and a half. Me and my cousin at the age of 14 stayed up 24 hours a day building fucking 3D mazes out of Legos for our hamsters. It doesn't make us athletes. It just mean we're young and we had Mountain Dew. You guys have fucking monster energy and fucking balls. That's why you stay up. Okay. It has nothing to be athletic. You just, you're young and you can do it. That's why you don't see any forty five year old esports guys because they can't stay up for five hours. <laughs> it's five days straight. Fucking
0: nine thirty, we're in bed. What are you talking about? But the
1: fucking Chinese man. So wow. they go to, they go to Africa, and they call it wrestling. But it's it's you think MMA is hardcore? <laughs> these fucking guys, it's wrestling with bare knuckle boxing, and they're fighting village to village, and they're talking about how these guys train and show and fighting, clocking the shit out of each other. In his decimated, fucking poor shit country, and then they get the drone footage out, and in the distance you see the world—not the nation, not the continents—the world's largest fucking wrestling arena, brand new, fucking top of the line. And the narrator said, "Donated by the Chinese government to keep influence in the region." I was like, "Oh, the fucking Chinese, man! The fucking Chinese! <laughs> These guys built like a thirty million dollar fucking." wrestling arena in a country whose gross domestic product is $38 a year.
0: You guys don't <laughs> have to continue for a minute without just, me. I got to head downstairs for a sec.
1: And so they show these guys wrestling and fighting and, and like the grand prize. And, and now I jokingly say the gross domestic products, $3 and 30 cents a year. However, the guy they're falling around first prize, first prize for the night, fifteen. dollars Thousand dollars not 150000 not a half a million, $15,000. Yes, that is a lot of money. I'm not saying it isn't. But what I'm getting to is the guy told his hometown that if he wins the grand prize, he will share it with the entire village. The gross domestic product in this nation is so fucking low that $15,000 can prop his whole village up for probably three fucking years. Jesus. But the Chinese man, they're on it. They're like, hey, let's give them a fucking three million dollar arena. They'll love us forever. We need to come in there and rape their land and steal their fucking natural resources. If anything ever pops up, come on in. We're your buddies. They're just so they're they're ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why they have influence all around. So anyhow, that's on Netflix. It is called The Human Playground. It's only like seven episodes, which is kind of disappointing. I'm hoping to come out the season two. I really think they need to do OCR. I really think that, but they have quite a few different things on there, Uh, different little shit. But it's a good one, and so I strongly recommend that. But next we have this. I said next we have this.
0: Fire producer. Oh,
1: Ah, what the fuck?
0: And now for the "What's in Your Head" podcast TikTok lesson of the week.
1: I'm seeing a trend that's getting even bigger, talking about changing language and words, is using the word family, loved one, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, are all of these too possessive of a word? Carrie watches a lot of these dating shows, and so by proxy I watch them, and I notice that they don't refer to them as my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my this, my that, it's my person. My person and then I heard an advertisement for an Airbnb on the way home and they said it's the perfect place for your people your persons not your family not your loved ones not your friends persons why do we have to decentralize everything why do we got to take failing away from everything it's saying my family my loved ones my husband my wife my non-binary sexual partner are all these too possessive of a word that we have to dumb everything down to say my people Then we wonder why mass shootings are getting to be so much because we're taking away love taking away compassion from human beings we're just turning them into
0: And this has been the one serious one. question though he sounds talk? awful familiar why is it That that's a thing now. I think it's, uh, you went down a different path than I would have. I think it more has to do with just removing gender from it all. Well, that's why I included my
1: non-binary sexual partner. I included Mm -hmm. them in the thing.
0: No, I know that. But
1: like Carrie watches this 90 days fiance and everyone, he's, that's my person. That's my people. And then I hear this Airbnb commercial. It's a perfect place for your people. It's like, you mean your family, my my gay husband, my you know my partner. Partner is non partner is non binary. There's no partner; it could be man or woman. That's the whole reason they they came up with the term partners for people who weren't married yet. And it's just I'm seeing it more. You know, it's an it's this thing when you start to hear it in mainstream advertising. This was you know for a Discover Card. It was a Discover commercial for an Airbnb. And so you know it's it's starting to become a thing. It's like. I don't know. It's just weird that we have to change every little fucking word now, and I and I truly mean it. I mean, I'm I've, I've been trying to think why double speak. Why are shootings getting so bad? We can't blame the guns. Our nation is fucking built on guns. The only thing we can blame is lack of education when it comes to guns. At the end, the truly at the end of the day, the the problem is that we need to figure out and solve is people's
0: lack of love for human beings. Well. So it's part of the part of it is definitely that or the narcissism. But uh, I do think that we have entered a few years ago anyway, the age of emotion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you had the, you had the mm-hmm. revolutionary, you know, the age of in- industry, the age of this. Now we're in the age of emotion. And by God, that's what needs we need is more emotion out there. Do you- because people make rational decisions based on emotion. Mike, do you think maybe it started when we
1: started normalizing the phrase my truth? That's my truth. Bitch, there's only that- one truth. There's the truth, not your truth, not my. There's the fucking truth. And- you
0: got your truth, motherfucker, and I got mine.
2: I think it comes from television. Mm-hmm. Well. In, in all honesty, because the first, well, that too. But the first time I've, I've heard that, that phrase coined was in uh, a show called Grey's Anatomy. Yes, and that show
1: is a very liberal show, but we got to keep in mind, though, things don't usually end up on television or in the mainstream media until it becomes part of the lexicon, the vernacular, the daily
0: use. True. Or it's an under an agenda to push, right? Yes. True. True. I know that makes me sound like a crazy conspiracist. But, it's crazy, but,
2: but then again, this show has been on the air for like twenty some odd years, mm-hmm. and that was in like season one or two. Mm-hmm. Well, it could have been so this some, is this is twenty. You know, we're talking at least twenty years ago. yeah And it and, 20, and, and 20 let's those.
0: face it, it, these shows are written by usually people who are. A lot more progressive they consider themselves progressive you sure. know it's funny as as much as they say they stand up for free speech they're against it
2: well and, and, you know, and i always it's, have it's ass backwards and always yeah, have argu- i
1: always have arguments in my head to try to think thoughts out and i mm.
2: oh well what
1: do you call a stranger he's a stranger depends where you're at not my person Um, if i'm in kentucky <laughs> in a weird place that's a stranger if no, that I'm, is not
2: my person. That if, is not my person. <laughs> if I'm at
1: Publix down the street, that's a member of my community. See, there's still some possession there. It's it, maybe if we actually thought that way more that these aren't strangers, they're members of my community. We would treat them better, and people wouldn't get fucking shot all the goddamn time. You wouldn't have the goddamn cops going on the news looking for a K-bar twelve, 9, 12 seventeen. That's right, I know the model number. Saying that this is potentially what this fucking poor kid in goddamn Idaho got stabbed with.
2: Well, and and again, a, a lot of it boils down to a, a lot of my generation and the the, the terms and the m- that hurt my feelings, and I need a safe space, and I need this, and I need that, and 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 the, the gimme 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 stuff, and it's like you know, I I tried so hard to steer away from that mentality, you know, of like I, I you know because I, I've been you saw right through it, right. Too. It's bullshit. It's mm-hmm. it's absolute bullshit. You know. Yeah, I've I've had my moments. Believe me, I've had my moments. Look, but when we're all younger. We're
0: all, especially as dudes, we're all an emotional shit show. Yeah. You know, until about that's why most. That's what most.
1: What the fuck? Not me. That's why most that came me. over. <laughs> I think it's my outlook. That's why most
2: mm-hmm.
1: members of that's why most cats in jail are between the ages of
0: seventeen and fucking twenty-five because young dudes are dickheads.
2: Yeah, yeah. Their,
0: their brains are not. Set in concrete yet, you know, not done growing. It's the unfortunate truth. You know, just like I I started back on Twitter and... I'm sorry. Somebody had posted about gender identity, you know, males are males and females are females, and that's science. And a guy, you know, obviously on one side said, this it's not science. Science. It is science. That's at the end of the day, two things. When a body is found... It is identified of one or two ways. Now, there, if it's got both parts, there, there can be some ambiguity, but it, generally it's male or female.
1: Or a hermaphrodite. Yes, that's right. That's a scientific term. Hundreds of term. years from
0: now, and it's just bones, they're going to be identified one of two ways, Easy. male or female. It's biological. That's science. Science? So, yeah. Yes, I get the gender thing. I, I understand with your emotions and how you feel, but let's be realistic and not foist- some crazy outlandish, double-speaky, let's-make-up-new-word thoughts. You know, uh, there's something to it. Yeah.
2: First, personally, I believe it's it's a... Hey, whatever blows your skirt up, dude. I don't care. Just don't push your shit on me. Well, and, and Tom McDonald, I think, said it best, too, because he said, I'm just confused when I see a dude with a, a beard and some breasts. That line sticks with me. <laughs> you know because it's like
0: dude look like a lady. you know it,
2: it, when they identify bones like you were saying you know they can identify whether just off of bone structure off the skull. The
0: genetic makeup
2: just look at your the, cat the,
1: i can tell you a male cat from a female cat by the size of the fucking head
2: same thing there you go there you go and and genetically males are typically larger than than females are and it it when it comes down to the genetics of it all, and, and and your bone structure and stuff like that, you know, it, 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 that's it is what it is. You know, the, these and are just the, it's all it's all made up. It's all fucking in in their the head. Feel good, right? It's, they're trying to do a feel it, it good. Makes, it makes everybody fucking feel better, which is fine. You know. Speaking do, of do what you want to do, but speaking, speaking of, of double
1: of, standards and hypocrisy, is, more evidence of the decline of our society, at least here in the Western culture. Dateline. New York Post, New York City. White Lion King sign language interpreter says he was ousted over his skin color. For those who don't know, Lion King's been off Broadway for fucking years. It's not the great white way. A white sign language interpreter says he was booted from the Lion King on Broadway because of his skin color. Keith Wan, 53, was one of at least two people forced off the production of the nonprofit theater development fund which stashed Broadway shows with American Sign Language interpreters after the group decided it was no longer appropriate to have white interpreters represent black characters for ASL Broadway shows. Can we see that? Mm. I mean, does it make sense, kind of, if we're being honest? I mean, Adam Krola talks about all the time. Who's the, um, the deaf actress? Something Madeline or whatever? Um, the actress. Yeah. Marlee Matlin, right? Marlee Matlin. He was complaining that when Marlee Matlin accepts her Oscars, she has a male interpreter and he thinks it's weird to see this. She's always had the same guy. She's loyal to him, but he kind of says how it bumps him to see a woman talking and then having Steve over there talking for her, being her voice. So it, I guess it's kind of understandable that maybe the Lion King, Wants to go this route, but let's just say this was the Broadway equivalent of uh, Brother Will Wear Out now, the and they fired right. all the black interpreters. It'd be a goddamn shit
2: show.
0: So, yeah,
2: I think it's all shit. And a little well, show. Just,
0: there's some interesting theories uh, about focus on gender and that being a marker for the downfall of a civilization. I think it's more evidence that your hypothesis
1: that aliens are nothing more than asexual time travelers trying to figure out when things went awry. That's
0: <laughs> true. Maybe right. <laughs> you heard that theory, Mike?
1: <laughs> Gordon and I came up with this theory. So if we look at all the aliens from the 40s and 50s, they're gray asexual beings, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, who says they're look at the way our race is progressing? So instead of them being aliens, they're time the travelers. Human race being... They're humans in the future. After we no longer have sexual orientation, now we're breeding people in the fucking laboratories. Two, three hundred years from now, they're all coming back to try to figure out when then the timeline well, things I, started I think to go fucking
0: like awry. A couple yeah, thousand, yeah, thirty but, years from now. Yeah, <laughs> that's my theory. And then, then actually, as a story, I was kind of working on, and I'll I'll, I'll kick out a quick brush on it is what happens is they have now found out that their civilization is going to what that version of the, the human race will come to an end because there is no more natural procreation and the um, lab's not working out. So they're trying to figure out when it went awry so and they how they can, can stop
1: change it. time. That's why they showed up in the 50s and the 60s and then a bunch of time the And 90s. They, what that
0: happened was they were about 50, 60 years too early. Yeah, They went to land in, 19, <laughs> or in 2020, and, 2022. Well they and, weren't uh, quite
1: sure when it started so they had to send out probes and that's when area 51 happened and all that cuz they're just trying to figure out do it. Which how explains
0: the probing that these people who say
1: they've been a uh, Yeah, the sexual <laughs> picked yeah. up. I mean, they need you know, to see that you know they've only read books, they've only seen CD for, they've uh, only seen computer images of you know human sexual organs. They need to
2: get the probe out and oh, that's check actually things meant out for, this for shit. Yeah. <laughs> And so that that's i i bring everything back to 9 eleven yeah if 911 didn't happen I think a lot of things would be different today
0: in a parallel universe it didn't happen
2: you know there's the I, I, whole
0: simulation theory parallel universes parallel universes and there's a lot of good
2: science behind it i I believe that wholeheartedly and what, what if,
0: would have happened if Trump never was elected well one of the things what, what would have is, happened if he was re-elected
1: one of the things on my list of shit that i can get well, we've already been nuclear war yeah we'll maybe get to <laughs> next know? week as there's an article where more and more people believe the the simulation theory but uh, that's too long to get into this point but it's it's all definitely stuff to make you scratch your head over and and uh i think there might be something to it but anyhow
0: speaking of that if you want to scratch your head and you like to do an, an interesting thought experiment go watch on netflix ancient apocalypse will do gordon how you doing tonight I'm good. My dogs are having a fit because I've come back upstairs. But we are going to flip to the news real quick. Let me bring that up. What do we have here? This is coming out of to communicate. Las Vegas, Nevada. Alleged. And Don, you may be able to relate to this. I don't know down there in Southwest Florida if it's an issue. It's definitely one in some areas here. Alleged theft and disturbances by – oh, yuck. Students cause – East Valley Convenience Store to close in the middle of the day. 7-Eleven, a desert inn in Eastern, says they have been forced to close for one hour every day because of disturbing after-school behavior by students leaving campus. From the hours of 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. every day, the convenience store is no longer open for business. The store has put up signs on the gas pumps to warn customers because of the ongoing situation with local students, the store has to close promptly. Are, it has a close proximity to Valley High School. The store t- tells employees, told the news that around 50 students have been gathering at the gas station after school each day as they wait for an RTC bus stop. Yes, that is the public bus, not the school bus. Uh, the teens often engage in what employees call rowdy behavior leading to disturbances like breaking store windows, fistfights, and theft of merchandise. Now,
1: if this is the 1960, the clerk would have said they participate in tomfoolery and grabassery.
0: Yes, customers uh, said they've been inconvenienced by the convenience store I do see kids and I understand the situation 50 kids walking into a store, you know But what is this other people go- can't do and I need to get something I have to get other at another store It's very inconvenient stores 7-eleven. Guess what? They're on every other freaking corner. Go down to the next one um So, uh, yeah they were uh, basically stealing shit and causing problems.
1: Well, whatever happened to this story coming out of 2019? It goes back even further, I remember, from the Stan Haney Show. Can you hear it? Sonic devices play high-pitched noises to repel teens. In Philadelphia, 30 parks and recreation centers have outfitted a small speaker called Mosquitoes, and it blares a constant high-pitched ringing noise at all all night long. But only ones that can be heard by teenagers because well us old folks our hearings go bad. So why don't the
0: 7 why don't the seven eleven just put some of those up? And you sell it on your phone setup, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, those, Gordon showed me, for those you have Android devices, if you go down to sound and audio. What does it call it? Um, Adept Sound. Adept sound. You can do a hearing test. Just like when you're at the warehouse and they make you do this, but it'll actually test your hearing and then adjust your music level to match the Tones in which you can hear. So now, never, I
0: was still in the considered goods category, but I noticed my, uh, I don't hear bass as well as I used to. My
1: right ear is not as good as my left. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you that much. <laughs> but yeah, so they just need to break out the high pitched decimals and, uh,
0: get those little fuckers out of there. Is that because that's where your, uh, your M1 is every time you shoot it off? No, it's just, I don't know. It, but aren't you right ear facing? Maybe it's the ears. Do you working. wear them, uh, Them 3M earplugs when you go? No, those don't work. Do you wear any (laughs) earplugs when you're out there? Yeah,
1: I wear earplugs. No, I don't know if it's from all the years working tech support and having a right headset on my right
0: ear or what, but just my, maybe it's all the years working at the ambulance plant and I
1: don't know. Mayhem, my right ear. I uh,
0: would ride about four or five hours a day with headphones in for about a decade and then I would work with them in. So I knew something was happening. And then the occasional hammer drill in my ear. I blame,
1: it I blame it on working the first windows at Wendy's for three years. That damn headset. The
0: one ear headset. <laughs> new York City coming in from the AP. Bob Dylan's publisher is offering refunds for a $600 special edition of his new book. The book is titled this The is Philosophy true. of Modern Song. <laughs> Can you really call his stuff modern? No acknowledging that the alleged hand-signed copies were not individually inscribed. Oops. Those who purchased the philosophy of a modern song, limited edition, we want to apologize, according to Simon & Schuster. They announced this in a statement posted on Sunday on Instagram, because you know why everybody's – the, their clientele apparently buys uh, – them <laughs> As it turns out, the limited edition books do contain Bob's original signature, signature, but in a penned replica form. We are addressing this immediately by providing each purchaser with an immediate refund. Can we just get him? Maybe just a stop singing. interest oh, Sorry, eww, I went a different way. Eww. Simon and Schuster statement comes. You remember that stand-up pe- act? Yes. Bob, after, Bob Dylan
1: that, sings like uh, that. Because, Bill Hicks, uh, no, I think it's more mainstream than that. But the whole the stick was that he sings like that because he was encouraged to go out and sing in the woods. Eh, bags, eh. I remember
0: who, the who statement did that. came after days of complaints from customers who, through social media, had compared their copies and found the autographs suspiciously alike because God knows we can never sign anything the same twice. And I can't even forge my own name. Um. I can't when I uh, sign
1: my finger. It looks just like my license.
0: The I can't. The, the books have arrived. Depends on if I'm signing left-handed or right-handed. Books have arrived with a letter from Simon & Schuster, CEO Jonathan Karp, K-A-R-P, K-A-R-P. vouching K-A-R-P. for the signature's authenticity. So not only did they get funny baloney replica signatures, there is the CEO saying these are legit. The philosophy of modern song in which Dylan assesses Compositions ranging from Hank Williams' Your Cheating Heart to Jack and Jackson Brown's The Pretender was published November the first. And of course, a Dylan spokesperson person, declined to comment on Monday. Ohio Van Wert. I tell you, Ohio's got some of the funkiest uh, town names I've ever seen. Yellow Furnace. Ah, there's another one recently. Well, mink are on the loose. 10,000 mink. Oh, Jesus. What, a truck fucking fall off? Nope. They're missing after vandalism at Ohio Farm.
1: Damn vandals. V-
0: vandalism M-G-P. freed thousands of mink in rural Northwest Ohio Farm leaving an estimated 10,000 worth of small carnivorous mammals Guaranteed. unaccounted for on Tuesday evening. It was MGP. Somebody's going to have a lot of coats. MGP. Metagrove Posse. <laughs> According to a local sheriff, so many minks were killed crossing a nearby road <sighs> that a plow was brought in to help clear the carcasses away.
1: I see According a new 8-bit game. video game being developed as we speak.
0: Yep, it was Frogger and now it's... No, it was Lemmings. Mink. Remember, it was Frogger's, Lemmings, Minker. and then Minks. Minker. Well, all you, all you have to do, the, the people around here, the, the, a lot of pedestrians play live-action Frogger. That's why we have a lot of pedestrian deaths. Uh, so, uh, according to Van Wert County Sheriff Thomas Riggenbach. Uh, just a few syllables away an from an fame. R, if, his, if his name began with something other than an R like what it is outside right now, that would be bad. Anyway, the property owner uh, initially estimated 25,000 to 40,000 mink were released from their cages. Jesus, Jesus Christ. At Lion Farms, Riggenbach said. But he said employees of the farm were able to corral many of those that remained on the property, which is less than 15 miles from the Indiana state line. Whoops. Make a report state line, minkies. He declined to discuss any potential motives. I'm thinking it's probably some PETA-type person, but mm-hmm. that's just me being judgmental. For the overnight vandalism, did they throw paint on him? Or say whether any suspects no, they super have been identified to the in his office, investigates. A farm manager told WANE, Wayne TV, because apparently it's near Fort Wayne, Indiana, that someone left a spray paint message of the letters A, L. F. Alf. Alf. And the phrase, we'll be back. A group known as the Animal Liberation Front, we'll just call them Shumway for short, Mm -hmm. had previously claimed credit for releasing a much smaller number of mink at the farm in a previous incident years ago, according to the Times Bulletin and Van Wert. Calls uh, to a phone number listed for the farm were unanswered Tuesday, because I'm sure they're getting a lot, and wasn't accepting any messages. So, uh, yeah. Look out for Mink in Northwestern, Ohio. One last story. This will take you back to the 80s. I don't know if Mike can relate, but he may, because it has been on rerun. Famed Goonies House. We're sale in coastal Astoria, Oregon. Oh, those people—that's
1: so, because they got tired of people coming. There's all these TikTok videos like how they have signs saying "Go away, don't take pictures." Those people hated living in that house. They're like, I "Gotta get the fuck out of here."
0: Good news for the fans of Goonies: the old Victorian home featured in the film on is on sale in Astoria, Oregon, and potential buyers are considering making it more accessible to the public. Well, of course, you could open that thing up, turn it into an Airbnb or, or you know, some kind of. Um. Maybe that's what i should do No, i don't want to go to oregon um what is that was that uh my brain is dead today anyway bed and breakfast that's it we have a few interested parties right now according to retailer jordan miller the listing agent for the property it seems that everybody's intention is to be able to open the house a little bit more and have more access in 1896 the home was had sweeping views of the columbia river flowing into the pacific ocean has been listed with an asking price, and this is one reason I can't do it, $1.7 million on Zillow. It was described as fully loaded with history, nostalgia, and Jesus Christ, iconic level of fame. And since the movie hit theaters in 1985, I remember it. You remember it, Don? Mm-hmm. How about you, Mike? Hey, you yes. guys. In 85, you went and saw it? How old were you in '85?
1: I was only like three and a half years old. Negative eight. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's ball sack was there, so it counts. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> oh Jesus, I feel old. Um, since the movie hit the theaters in '85, fans have flocked to the home in Northwestern Oregon's historic port of Astoria. The city celebrates Goonies Day every June 7th. And the film's release date is welcomed thousands of people to the event. Owner Sandy Preston, Said, I that is spelled with an house. I, not a Y, was known to have very largely welcomed to visitors, but she lived in the house full time. And the constant crowds were a strain that prompted her at the time to close it to foot out. traffic. I After I the film's out. 30th anniversary drew 1500 daily visitors in 2015, hey, Preston posted on. no trespassing signs, prohibited tourists from walking the property, She reopened it to the public this last August. City officials who restricted parking in the area, I can only imagine that's a nightmare for driving through, Uh has long sought to mediate tensions between residents and fans hoping to see and photograph the location. While the owners, and this is a quote, while the owners of this location from the Goonies is a fan of the movie and enjoys chatting with visitors, Making the trek to Astoria to see in the film locations. They just, as will be you left can imagine, it gets hard having hundreds of people crowding into your personal space every single day. Mm-hmm. The Astoria, Astoria Waterton Chamber of Commerce wrote in August that's a mouthful on a Facebook page that they administered called Goonie Days. So, yes, Goonie houses for sale. If you got a mere 1.7, and if there's a bidding war, probably 2 million. It could be yours to Fucking turn empty into a small business. Empty unless, property on uh, Fort Myers Beach goes for It's not $7 zoned it for that.
2: Correction, I was negative seven. Mm-hmm. Was
1: that your last story? Or do you have one that more? Was
0: it? That's cool. all. I hear yapping of the real. pup. Yes, you do. This concludes the
2: evening news, and now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida.
1: Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's In Your Head podcast. We want to thank each and every one of you for joining us again for another episode. If you want to listen to all of our episodes, please go to what'sinyourhead.com. And while you're there, click on the Patreon link, like, subscribe, sign up. It'll go a long way to help us out for what we do here. And while you're there, please head over to youtube.com, and uh, you can watch our live streams every Tuesday and see all of our other content. You can see my bass fishing pole. If you want to see what happens to a fishing pole in 31 degree water when you're pulling a line across the lake, go check that out. And so much more. So thank you guys so much. On behalf of Gordon and myself and Mike, no use for last name, we will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much. And here we go. This has been a Digital 410 production.